Hi Church, welcome to another week of 1010 Prayer Online. I'm Pastor Fergus. It's my joy to pray with you this week on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. And this week, I want to bring you into the reality of the cross, the power of the cross as a place where you can bring all the things you need to lay there and exchange it for the power and the blessings of God. Friends, I believe that the last four months of of, of praying together in our ten tents have been really lighting up your prayer time and your altars at home. Why don't we do just one question of a little bit of a recap or a revision on what prayer altars is all about. Now friends, if I were to ask you, what makes a prayer altar powerful? What would you say? Take a second to think of it. What makes a prayer altar powerful? Now, some of you would say it is the purity of the sacrifice. You would be right. Some of you would say it is the, the preciousness, the value and worth of the sacrifice that makes the altar powerful. You would also be right. Some of you will say it is the power of the God who is being invoked at that altar that makes a, a, an altar powerful. You would also be right. Now let's lean into the first two truths, right? That a pure and a precious sacrifice truly makes an altar powerful. Now let's think about that. If that is true, what would be the purest and most precious sacrifice of them all? You are right. It is Jesus Christ, the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross. Friends, this week I want to show you how that makes the cross the most powerful altar of them all. So this week, I want to bring you to the foot of the cross, which is the most powerful altar of them all. Now, every altar is a place of transaction. Even the Israel of old would go to the altar and, and, and exchange a, a lamb for the forgiveness of sins. They would exchange a turtle dove or a ram or something else in exchange for peace, as a peace offering. Whatever it is, at the altar is transaction. So this week, I want to bring you into four truths, four things that we can go to the cross for transaction. Today, we're going to go to the cross for courage. Leave behind all your fears and take with you all the courage of Christ. Tomorrow, on Tuesday, we're going to go to the cross and take the trust in God. Leave behind all your doubts and take with you the trust in a good God. On Thursday, we're going to go to the cross and we're going to take home with us a hope, a hope that is everlasting. Leave behind, transact away all your despair and take hope in God. And on Friday, our final night of 10.10, we're going to go to the altar, the, the place of transaction and take with us shalom, peace of God and leave behind all the turmoil that is in our hearts. Friends, this week, we're going to go through four days of four different transactions coming to the cross each night to come to the altar for a powerful spiritual exchange. Today, I want to show you from Isaiah chapter 43, a really powerful text. Now, one thing I've learned, one thing I've learned about, before I read, right, one thing I've learned about fear is that fear is caught 
You catch it from the atmosphere. It comes in and you catch it. But one thing about courage that I've learned is that courage is grown. So if you're not careful, you catch a lot of fear. But we have to be intentional so that in our praying, we are praying in such a way that it grows courage. It grows courage. So friends, Isaiah 43 teaches us how to grow courage. Let me read to you the second part of verse 1. Fear not. For I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. And after this, it says, when you pass through the, the, the waters, I will be with you. Through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you go through the fire, you shall not be burnt, and the flame shall not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Saviour. And I want to show you how you can pray in such a way to grow courage. Number one, I have redeemed you. Friends, because God has redeemed you. How? Through the cross, He has redeemed us through the paying of the price of His blood on the cross. So now, we, He has exchanged. He bled to death for you. So how will He not protect you and give you strength and courage because He has already redeemed you? Let's say a short prayer. Everyone, just pray from home. A short prayer right now. Pray along out loud with me. Heavenly Father, I thank you that you have redeemed me. You have purchased me out of darkness, into light, out of death, into life, out of misery, into blessings and goodness. Father, thank you. Why should I be afraid? Because I have a God when I have a God who has purchased me and bought me with a price. Thank you that you have invested into me. And because of that, I am yours. I am precious and important to you. Because of that, you are vested in my life. In Jesus' name, I shall not be afraid. Every fear, go in Jesus' name. For I have been purchased by the precious blood of the Lamb. Amen. Wasn't that good, friends? Wasn't that good? Number one, we have been redeemed. Number two, number two, this is very important. He calls us by name. Friends, what does that mean? It means that He is intimate with us. It means that He knows us. He's tight with us. We're not just a nobody. We're not just a barcode. We're not just a series of numbers. We're not just a nobody or even a, just a someone to Him. We are a name to Him. We are a distinct personality to Him and He loves us. He loves us. He sees. Hebrews 4, uh, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 13 says, His eyes see everything about us. It makes us naked. It completely unravels us. He sees us in our worst. And still, He loves us. Do you not feel safe before the eyes of one who sees everything about you and still is for you and still wants to love you and wants what is best for you? Friends, Let's pray again. Let's pray to this reality. This is a good truth that He is tight with us. He calls us by name. Therefore, we can be courageous. Father, let's pray together from home. Father, I thank you that you, not only are you vested in us, you are personal with us. You know us 
by name. You know every single detail about us. And because of that, you have proven, you have shown us that you love us so much. Why should I be afraid when the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords knows my name? Why should I be afraid? Who can threaten me when the Christ who is King knows me personally, that He has me close to His heart? Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Every fear, leave right now, for you have no place. You are a counterfeit in my place. You are a counterfeit spirit in my presence. But Christ is King, and He knows me by name. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Friends, this is how you pray to grow courage. Number one, He has redeemed you. Number two, He calls you by name. And number three, this is so important, we belong to Him. And why should that make us feel courageous? Because when we are God's prized possessions, He will protect us. He will guard us. As Psalm 91 says, He will be our rock and our fortress. Because why? We are His. Now friends, we all protect the things that are our belongings. My kids cycle up and down this street in front of my house every single day with a bunch of other neighborhood kids and they zip around up and down. Pretty, They, they go quite fast. And I've got a, a neighbor with a regular guest. He drives up in his Jaguar. And I've seen this man protect his car from the kids cycling up and down. And I understand, right? Because man, the fair game, that is a very precious car. Now friends, if we protect our earthly belongings that we pay in the, into the hundreds of thousands for, right? If we protect those things so well, how much more will the God of heaven and earth protect His prized possession whom He paid with, with His own blood, with His own life? He died for this possession of His. So how much more will He not protect it with all of his life. So let's pray into this reality right now. Father, I thank you that you you have bought us and because of that, we belong to you and we are safe because you will protect us. You will be our rock and our fortress. You will hold back every threat against us So because we are yours, right? God, we are yours. Thank you that every threat has no place in my home, no place in my heart, no place in my mind, no place in my family or in my children's lives. Be bounced off every single threat and every single fear because the King of Kings owns us. The King of Kings uh, says that you are mine and we are His and because of that, we can feel all the full power of strength and courage of belonging to King Jesus. In Jesus' name, Amen. Friends, were you afraid of the uncertainties that are out there in this world? Don't be afraid because Numbers chapter 13, verse 20 says, whether the land is rich or poor, the trees are fruitful or not, the cities are strong or not, be of good courage. Friends, are you afraid of, of um, death, sickness, the virus? Don't be afraid. Why? Because Deuteronomy 3.16 says, Be strong, of good courage. The Lord, your God, goes ahead of you. He goes with you. He is present. He is by your side. Why should you be afraid when King of Kings is with you and for you? Surely, nothing can separate you from His love, from the love of God in Christ Jesus, your Lord. So friends, today, tonight, 
rest with the full strength and courage of God because number one, He has redeemed you. Come back to the cross. He knows you by name and you belong to Him. And friends, this reminds me of a chorus that we we were singing quite a few years ago. It's a song called Oceans and the chorus goes, And I will call upon your name. Sing with me from home. And keep my eyes above the waves. When oceans rise, my soul will rest in your embrace. For I am yours and you are mine. Friends, good night, sleep well, and rest in the courage of belonging to the Most High God. Sleep well. I'll see you guys tomorrow night.